Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another edition of Life Behind Bars. I'm Noah Rothbaum, the Daily Beast Half Full Editor. Joining me, as always, is my colleague and co-host, David Wondrich. How's it going, Dave? Hey, Noah. I'm hanging in there. (laughs) Good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, right? Glad to hear it. Um, I don't know about you, but now that we are several multi-months into this shelter at home, I find myself ever more... uh, Dreaming and daydreaming about traveling. Uh, you and I have, God knows how many uh, air miles we have logged between the both of us over the last 20 years or so. Yeah, uh, oh, my God. Visiting. Well, none since, uh, you know, the beginning <laughs> of March for me. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I was. That's a new experience. I, I don't, uh, I was worried about making a certain level of status next year, but I don't, it's not going to happen. And, I think uh, I'm going to, my level of status will be checked baggage. <laughs> You know, not only do we get to travel, which is pretty awesome um, on a regular basis, but we also travel for such a wonderful reason, which is usually to go to bars or drink or speak about drinking or speak about drinking in bars or speak about drinking with bartenders. If we're not going to visit the bar, we're going to visit the bar anyway. So. Right, exactly. We, we somehow squeeze in, you know, yeah. a trip even, you know, I've gone by you know, at worst to, to look in, you know, if a bar isn't open or at night or during the day or, you know, see if somebody's yeah, around. I always managed to, 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 to work in, uh, you know, a quick one with, with a friend. Be able to sit down and see somebody and really experience a bar and the atmosphere and obviously, you know, it goes yeah. far beyond the drinks. But, you know, I, I as, as this, this I think will both be enjoyable and maybe slightly painful since, I have no idea when we'll actually be able to do this, but Dave and I, um, for this episode, we're going to uh, talk about the bars that we most want to visit when we're, whenever we're able to visit them again. And hopefully most of these places will uh, will be able to weather this uh, coronavirus mm-hmm. uh, pandemic. And um, with any luck, we'll be, we'll be back open with uh, all of our friends behind the bar making drinks. So uh, that, that is hope. our hope. Let's pray. I don't want to steal your thunder, so I'm going to let you go first because I have a feeling, I have a feeling which bar you'll name first, and if not, you, you know then... which bar I'm going to name first, and that's uh, McSorley's in New York. I knew it. That's at the yeah. top of my list, so I was like, I, I'm going to let Dave go first. I've been drinking at McSorley's since I was 17 <laughs> in the late 70s. You know, when the drinking age was 18 in New York, but nobody really cared about that. And uh, it's beer only. I've been there since 1854. Around. Uh, completely honest place uh, a beautiful place to spend an afternoon with your friends eating cheese and crackers with hot mustard and onions uh, at the, which is one of the that's their bar snack uh, the remains of the old free lunch you got to pay for it but not much last weekend i went by mcsorley's and bought a growler that they were selling at the door 
And I swear, you you practically had to restrain me from diving over the table <laughs> that was blocking the door and running inside, <laughs> just just to take a couple deep breaths of McSorley's. You oh know? yeah, the place is like oxygen to me. Take, take but a, I mean, sprinkle you know, some me, of the sawdust on your floor at home as you open up the growler. Uh, oh man, you know we we drank it outside uh, at the tip of Manhattan in Battery Park, and that was pleasant too. But yeah. It was it was almost as nice as being at McSorley's, but no, nothing ever is. But you know, these are the places that make a city. That's oldest bar. I always try to go to the oldest bar in town, uh, wherever I travel. And this one is just it's just so much a part of the fabric of New York. And every inch of the wall is covered with memorabilia from 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 the past. And it, it just it reminds you of why you're living in a place like this and why you're putting up with all the bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely. That you got to put up with to live in a place like New York sometimes. For me, that's just, it's the rich part of life. He's sitting at a table with uh, my friends and my family at, uh, at McSorley's. And I always like to go in the afternoon and just uh, drinking beer and talking and just uh, engaging in that, that, that humanity, you know, and uh, that's, well, that's what I miss the most. It'll come back, but oof. So that's my number one. And you? It'd be hard for any bar to follow <laughs> McSorley's well, and, yeah. and, and your connection. So, you know, I think I have to go kind of almost the, the opposite direction in terms of, you know, uh, historic, but, but in another way. And I was going to say, um, uh, you know, one of the last trips I went was in the fall down to Tequila, to, to Mexico and the town of Tequila. And uh, I finally got to go to La Capilla. Um, oh, amazing. Which is, you know, this tiny bar where the signature drink is the patanga, which is, you know, tequila and, uh, you know, Coca-Cola and a squeeze of lime. And, um, you know, I swear maybe I was, maybe if I had too many of them, I swear they put salt in mine too a little bit, which wasn't a bad thing. I don't know if that's exactly the Mexican McSorley's, but, uh, you know, there's so much history there and bartenders and Tequila lovers, you know, all need to make a stop there to, to have a batanga. And a longtime bartender there, um, you know, I, I think he passed away over the winter. Hopefully, we'll still be open. Um, after Hopefully, it'll still be open, over. you know. And, uh, you know, we'll get to go down there and, and, and have a batanga. And, or they also make a fine uh, Paloma, um, I have to say. So, uh, you know, there, if you don't want to, if you don't want a batanga and, uh, you know, it's 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 the type of thing where I never really thought that um, I would want one. I'm not a big, uh, you know, Coca-Cola and uh, spirits cocktail kind of guy. And people a little bit to talk me into it and the bartender to miss um, hear my order for for me to have one. But uh, I'm definitely glad that I did. And obviously, you know, I, you know I'd like to go back and, and toast Don Javier, who you know, who is the bartender there for, for so mm-hmm. long and Tonga was his signature drink um, and, and really sort of popularized it with our generation of, of bartenders and, uh, and, and cocktail lovers. So, so that would be a fun one. And just to be honest, be back down in Mexico and drinking tequila and seeing, uh, you know, our friends down there and going all of the distilleries would, would, it sounds, sounds truly oh, otherworldly like and wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Right now. So uh, I'll turn it back over to you. Uh, it's funny about drinks like that. There, there are a lot of uh, you know bars that maybe their signature drink isn't what I would normally drink, but when you're having it there, it's just exactly it, it's just part of the experience, and you got to be open to that. And that's what I miss, you know, uh, about uh, going to bars. I can make good drinks at home, but it's it's the it's 
the it's 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 the humanity it's the the, the sense of place uh, for my second bar, I'm going to jump over to another country that's been extremely hard hit by COVID, and that's Spain. I want to talk about uh, Barboadas in uh, in Barcelona, which is a tiny little place and just the kind of place that, you know, to spread uh, horrible diseases because it's very intimate and everybody's in there talking and uh, drinking cocktails. It's been open since 1933. Uh, uh, and uh, it's this just neighborhoody cocktail bar uh, that that's also one of the great historical cocktail bars uh, opened by a guy who used to work with Constante at La Floridita in Cuba and then went back to Barcelona and opened it and then run for decades by his daughter, who was one of the great drink, uh, drink mixers uh, and Maria Boadas and uh, now, you know, the bartenders have all been there for 20 and 30 years, and uh, they're masters of the high pour, where they pour these these drinks. Uh, they mix them by pouring them back and forth from, you know, space of three feet apart, with their hands <laughs> three feet apart. And, and the whole thing is just is just in, incredible and beautiful. And uh, everybody in there is these, like, kind of raffish neighborhood characters that you're just looking at going, man, I wish my Spanish were better. <laughs> I just want to talk to these people. These people uh. look like they've got stories to tell. And, uh, you know, low ceiling, dark. They don't have running water behind the bar, right. so the drinks are really simple. Everything's really simple and just really delicious. You know, I, I think of places like that. I would say for my second bar, I go, like, basically polar opposite from uh, from the bars that we've talked about so far and um, talk about a bar that, is is near and dear to both of us is Sweet Liberty down in Miami. Um, John Lemaire, famous American bartender who passed away a couple of years ago, who's very talented. This his bar right in South Beach. It's large and airy with big windows. You know the you know the intense Florida sun pouring in in the afternoon, and it's you know cool and it's the perfect place. There's a table that you can sit at actually behind the bar so that like you, like a booth almost where you face through the bar to see the whole crowd and, you know, sit there and have a, you know, a well-made daiquiri or a classic drink or one of their original ones and eat tater tots and chat. And, you know, it's, it's, it's always a party atmosphere and it's fun. And, you know, I think to be honest, I was probably the last bar outside of New York that I was at before, um, before this all happened. So, you know, what, what I wouldn't give to be back there um, drinking one of their, uh, their ice cold uh, daiquiris and uh, seeing old friends. And it's, it's the type of place where I feel like you could go there on a random Wednesday, you know, at any time and you'd sit there and somebody that, you know, would roll in and uh, <laughs> you know, you, you'd share a drink and a laugh and uh you know, a hug and, you know, a high five and, you know, just, you know, uh, relax and, and catch up. So uh, that's my number two. And, and and I'd say a small addendum to that would also be our friend Will Thompson from uh, Boston. I know you and Will have spent some time together, his bar down. Uh, we, we've gone to some serious bars together in the south end of Boston. You had uh, done that TV show with uh, Esquire years ago. I couldn't remember if it was a dream or not, but I remember Will throwing dice and people cheering in the back of a restaurant and a bar and piles of money. I was like, 
did I dream this? And I finally asked <laughs> Will, and he said, no, no, that actually happened on, on Dave's Esquire show. I was like, oh, right, right, of course. But his, his restaurant and bar, Jaguar Sun, also in Miami, is uh, you know, amazing. His, his, his chef partner um, is amazing chef. The food is really wonderful, and the drinks are great, and you know, they're very inventive, and they come out in teapots. So it's a kind of a, I see that as a one-two punch, you know, yeah. uh, Jaguar Sun followed by Sweet Liberty. Uh, it sounds like the, the perfect afternoon, evening uh, right about now. Well, I'll, I'll save my one-two neighborhood punch, which for me is the <laughs> Long Island Bar here in Brooklyn. Sure. And the Clover Club uh, with Le- Bar Leenda right across the street, all within a 10-minute walk of each other. That's almost an episode on its own. Uh, but yeah. I, I want, I, I, there's, uh, there are cocktail bars around the country that just, you know, s- are singing to me very loudly right now. <laughs> there's the, <laughs> the Prize Fighter in right. Oakland with its sure. huge patio. Oh, yeah. Tommy's, obviously, in San Francisco. Tommy's. Uh, but... The the one that's sticking in my head right now is Ticonderoga Club in Atlanta. Oh yeah, which is uh, another little place with a great kitchen uh, that uh, so you can actually eat there, and it's got a little uh, kind of square bar with maybe a total of ten or twelve seats at it around the three sides, and it has the thing that I miss the most is a. Uh, general conversation with strangers <laughs> where, you know, you're not, you're not making a zoom appointment. Right. You're not uh, talking with your nearest <laughs> and dearest whom I love to pieces, but you know, we've talked about right. a lot of stuff in the last three months <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I, I could use some new data. Right. And, uh, Fair enough. Fair at enough. Ticonderoga Club, I'm not insulted, Dave. That's okay. It's okay. It. You know, I get it. <laughs> I I'm just it. saying. Sometimes it's nice. Sure, to, it's uh, fine. It's fine. Me too, Dave. I can also it, use people talking. You, it's fine. You know you can. It's fine. It's fine. So you sit around the bar, and uh, you've got uh, the guys making just the best drinks. Uh, Greg and Paul and his crew, and uh, people start talking to each other. And so sooner or later, there are people talking across the bar, and uh, the conversations getting kicked around, especially at Sunday brunch which is uh, kind of a magical time there. And uh, that, uh, boy, do I miss that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'd say for me, a similar uh, triad of bars. I mean, we've done whole shows, multiple ones on New Orleans, but obviously speed round through them. I mean... I I mean, there's so many, and I even I shudder even to start listing them because there are so many good ones, and I feel like I will forget one and remember tomorrow in the middle of the night. But um, if if I forget any of them, please forgive me. But obviously, you know Neil Bodenheimer's bars uh, um, and Kirk, um, you know Cure and Canaan Table, Frank Seventy Five Bar. you know, we, you and I have spent so much time at the carousel bar at the Monteleone that actually goes around and, yep. you know, um, 
the even the back bar at Commander's Palace downstairs where you can actually drink kind of in the kitchen, which is an amazing experience mm-hmm. in itself just to see what, what it's like. Um, what else? Uh, Don't forget the Napoleon House. Napoleon House. You I know, mean, where is, you can have a Sazerac and listen to classical music yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and talk with the sporty crowd. And, uh, and, ha- and have a Mufaletta, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, I mean, Latitude some- 29 is amazing. What a fun bar that is! I oh. mean, there Jeff Berry's oversized tiki drinks that come out and come out in these giant, like shells, and you know all types of crazy containers that you know. I mean, I you could bring ten people again. Not ideal for the coronavirus, but you could bring ten people and you all get a straw and you sip from them. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that is a fun evening and a early evening since uh, I, I, <laughs> I mean last time I was there I had a Saturn cocktail and it was as big as my head and that was that was like <laughs> it was like you know uh, good night Irene for me <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's that's one and done of those um, yeah I mean they're just I mean really there are so many wonderful bars in New Orleans that um, oh you know we could go I, on and on you know and Chris and that's not even getting bar. into the dive bars. No, oh no, that's a whole other, you know, or the, the or the metal bars, or the, yep. you know, there's there's like a bar for everybody in New Orleans, but you know, uh, Chris Hanna's new bar, Jewel of the South. Let's just say you're never going to go thirsty in New Orleans at this point. I'd even go. We're on a recent episode. Uh, the two of us chatted with our friend and colleague Wayne Curtis down in New Orleans about all of the um, hand grenade bars um, and and the history of Bourbon Street. I, I would even settle for one of those. Uh, frozen daiquiris uh, that come in all the different Diglo colors of the rainbow. Um, I'd have one of those if... Uh, yeah, what the hell? Why not? If you, me, and Wayne could have a uh, hand grenade together, I oh, would, hell yeah. I, I'd do that right now. So, yep. uh, so yeah, I, I think we could check New Orleans off. I mean, um, I think that's going to be my first trip once uh, I'm traveling again. I will see I'm you just there. Book a, book a flight <laughs> and go down to New Orleans. I was supposed to go to Italy this spring. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was canceled, but I've got credits. And uh, I'm thinking another bar that I miss uh, terribly is uh, Bar Camperino in uh, in Milano across from the cathedral, where it's the classic Italian uh, uh, bar cafe where you stand at the bar and uh, have a, a ice-cold Campari soda in in the proper glassware for it, these really cool Campari glasses that they make just for Campari soda. And uh, they have the aperitivo uh, laid out of like potato chips and olives and little mm. uh, bits of pizza and, and other snacks that you can yeah. nibble on while you're drinking. And you could sit there and have your Negroni or your Campari soda and uh, lean on the bar and talk with your friends and, and, and nibble. And it's just, I mean, it's just like paradise, you know, it's like, this is the good life. Why can't we do this every day? <laughs> so why can't I do this any day is what I'm asking now. <laughs> well, I think on, uh, you know, we get a little bit of that experience at, I mean, this is more of a restaurant than a bar, but it's a bar and a restaurant, but at, at Musso and Frank in LA, you get kind of that old school class and, you know, um, Obviously, a, a far different type of Italian food is served there, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, but, you know, having uh, uh, an old fashioned or Manhattan or a martini at their bar and channeling the Rat Pack and, you know, everybody else who's come through Musso and Frank um, would be would be pretty fun when that when that room is full of, you know, 
you know, celebrities, families, you know, uh, tourists, locals, you know, and everybody oh is happy and well fed. And, you know, you got at least one drink in your hand, if not two, and, you know, platters keep coming and, it, you know, it's that kind of, you know, fun I mean, atmosphere with a whole bunch of friends at a big table, uh, you know, I and you know that. that's the same vintage as Camparino. They're both these places are both a hundred years old, and you know those are the bars that I that I really miss the most right now. I mean, there there are others too, but I, the, I miss the ones that are just kind of like centers of culture like that. Yeah, you know that that aren't just about the drinks; they're about the the atmosphere, the everything. This might be kind of a lightning round. I feel like this could turn into like a telethon. Or yeah, like oh, in easily. the eighth hour. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about some drinks that we miss. Okay. Fair let's do enough. That. So, uh, I'll start with the, uh, with the Irish coffee at, uh, in, in, in San Francisco at, um, Buena Vista. Buena Vista. Thank you. I would say the Irish coffee at Buena Vista. And then also that was on my list. And also the Irish coffee at the dead rabbit in New York is on my list. Oh, phenomenal. So, uh, yeah. You know, both of those things, I think, you know, obviously I could make Irish coffee at home, but I'd rather have one at the dead rabbit or Buena Vista. So <laughs> the Buena Vista, they make them like as easy as breathing, you know, they just, they just knock them out and there you go. And uh, it's very easy to drink about four or five of them, which is uh, goddamn amusing in the results. <laughs> Going along this path, um, daiquiris, I've never been, but I want to go to El Floridita whenever we can travel at some point, go down there taste uh their their daiquiri uh, which I've, I've never had the pleasure of having delicious um, that's, that's one that uh is definitely on my list i'll go back to san francisco for a tommy's margarita yes absolutely Just have it at tommy's you know why not why not the hey? warmest place there is in terms of, of of warm bars just you know the 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 hospitality the 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 loveliness of the people there the warmth of the crowd when you're at the bar, everybody's, a, it's all family. So and, that, that's, and I think they just celebrated, what, their 50th anniversary? Like yeah, that. they did. So, um, so nice to raise a glass fantastic. there with Julio. Um, and in San Francisco, like, you know, go to ABV, uh, Ryan Fitzgerald, and yep. uh, your old friend from Boston who is now there um, from Drink. Um, uh, John Gertson. John Gertson, you know, behind the R. And when I was there in... Uh, the spring, uh, the fall, the summer, whenever, uh, who, who knows what year is this? Um, <laughs> uh, who can remember these things? Um, but we were there. It's they something were like 2024, 2025, it seems like. Yeah, back back in uh, 2027 when I was there, um, or whenever <laughs> it was, um, they, had, uh, they were building a small bar in the back upstairs with all this rare whiskey and other stuff that they'd been saving over the years. So love to go back there and, and see them yeah. and... Uh, you know, all of our friends. Um, I'd love uh, to have a martini at the Columbia Room in D.C. Oh yeah, Derek Brown. Yeah, who mixes that, a mean martini? That doesn't that or uh, or uh, what's the the famous drink of D.C. Um, the summer uh, uh, cooler? Ricky? Uh, uh, yes, exactly. Or yeah, Ricky. Uh, Ricky. It feels like you know the weather in New York is is warming up. It's the humidity is cranking up. It is Ricky weather, so that would be great. Um, I'd love to be back in uh, Japan, have one of their mega highballs, those like crazy mm -hmm. glasses that I, I don't know how big they are, but I mean, they're giant, giant glass steins, um, full of, uh, Japanese whiskey, Suntory and, and, uh, and, and club soda. So, uh, that, that I could use one now, especially as, as we're entering, uh, 
uh, hot, hazy, and humid New York summer. A, a giant eyeball sounds perfect. Another good hot weather drink is surprisingly a sidecar at Harry's Bar in uh, in Paris. It's at Harry's yes. New York Bar. Yes. You know, and sit at the little bar there and have uh, Gilles or one of the other bartenders. Uh, you know, some of their bartenders are a little bit uh, frosty and some are very nice. <laughs> I like the nice one. Uh, yeah. So if you get one of the nice ones to throw together a sidecar and shake it up in their, their silver Christoffel shakers they use, which is part of the show. And uh, just pour them me. out easy as you please. And, oh, man, I could just drink a couple of those right now. Yeah, I think uh, I think you and I need to go. And we got to toast uh, Gary Regan, who uh, we you do. Know, you you and Gary famously uh, went to Harris. We I think we I think we went through the whole story on the episode devoted to the yeah, guests. Um, but uh, that that sounds uh, perfect. Um, jump over, take the Eurostar to London. Obviously, there are so many bars in London that so you many. know I just would be. I mean, we both spent I don't know several times just walking around London, going to bars. And you could do that, I think, for days on end without repeating yourself. <laughs> um, get some cocktails. But I'd also want to go to like the Cheshire Cheese and get a pint, you know. At oh, yeah. Some of these pubs that have been open for 300, 400, 500 years. Or, what, or what's that bar that's um, the one that's in the hotel? Um, uh, I, I want to say it's Piffs, but it's not. It's their version. Uh, it's that with all the political cartoons framed. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, it right near uh, the, the British, bar. Yes, yes, right near the the British Museum. Um, yeah, that's a right lovely on, bar. Right up on is, uh, uh, Holbrook or whatever it is. Holborn. Uh, it's Holborn, up on Holborn. Yeah. yeah, which is a great old. Just sink into one of their comfy chairs, have some nuts, mm-hmm. um, pints, and then cocktail. you know, as long as we're there, I'd hop back onto Eurostar and go to Amsterdam. Yes, why not? <laughs> and uh, go over to the Dreyfleischius and. Uh, and have a couple of Kopfstutz and eat some cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, is, that's a bar that's is, 600 years old. And that is, for those who haven't had one, you you basically, they fill a small small glass, basically uh, over the rim with Geneva, right? And you, you bend over. And yeah, you, ice cold Geneva. And you take the first few sips with, you know, your hands behind your back and you kind of uh, sip it until I guess you can pick it up um, <laughs> yep. on Vex over yep. the, the lip. And and it comes with a little t- a little beer chase or a glass of beer, so you've got you've got your shot and your beer, and uh, you know both are cold and delicious. So, uh, oh man, Noah, we could go on like this for for hours too. This is either the last bar or the second to last bar, but I thought of this yesterday um, in the middle of the night when uh, you know I was trying to come up with my list, and um, you and I have both been to this bar, and we've actually both been there together a couple of years ago. But um, I would love a return trip back to the old Miami bar in Detroit, that old uh, oh, yeah. um, punk vet, you know, uh, veterans punk bar, you know, in, in downtown Detroit. That's kind of like McSorley's covered with all types of ephemera and memorabilia and pinball machines and, you know, uh, chairs from beauty salons and, you know, uh, you know, all types of crazy stuff. And machine guns hanging from the roof from sure, World War I. Mean, I. I mean, <laughs> yard art in the front i mean it's kind of a crazy thing i mean obviously there are so many good bars now in detroit but but it would be fun just to uh lead a whole group of uh friends and bartenders and um you know uh, others and just you know have a beer and uh maybe a simple highball uh some blended scotch and some club soda and a and a cold uh high life and, oh that uh, sounds so good to me right now well hopefully we'll be back there soon uh let us know on Twitter. Um, 
if we've forgotten bars, surely we have, or what your favorite ones are. Uh, we'd love to hear it. And uh, hope to see you soon, Dave, on the road again. I hope to see you at every one of those bars. <laughs> In one trip, one trip. Let's one get trip. a sponsor. <laughs> exactly. We'll just do one trip. We'll cannonball run yep. around the globe by hitting yep. every one of those and maybe some others. Here's to the next drink. Cheers. Dave and I encourage you to drink responsibly always. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 